Hello and welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt! <laughs> and hi, my name is Ron. I was trying to do the best Michael impersonation, but I failed. <laughs> I'm unique. And today's episode is another installment of our favorite series. Today we're going to be talking about favorite Jessicas. Yay, yay. Oh, wow. Ryan, you act surprised. I know. We've known about this for months. Months? You mean weeks? Eh, probably months, yeah. Yeah. No months. Month. 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 So, Matt, why don't you kick us off with First Jessica? Okay. So, my First Jessica, who I think is the best Jessica of all, and I think she's the best Jessica of all time, because she was the first person to make a young Matt Beckusen's heart swoon. <laughs> and I'm talking, of course, of Jessica Beale. She was my first crush of all time, believe it or not. Wow. Um, really? Really, not really. Not the pink Power Ranger? No. I, I mean, same type, but... <laughs> but no, Mary Camden from 7th Heaven had my heart. <laughs> So yeah, she started off her career with Seventh Heaven. She did that for about ten seasons. Which, um, fun fact, guys, I did no. What? She wasn't on for ten seasons. Yes, yeah, she was. No, she wasn't on. She left for a minute and went to Buffalo, and then came back. All right, fine, whatever. What? Why you gotta? Why you gotta hurt me so much? Whatever. <laughs> she was on Seventh Heaven for a long time. Which I found out, doing some research, that on IMDb, 7th Heaven is the 742nd most popular thing on IMDb. Where's Dragon Ball Z? Alright, hold on. I... Intern! Intern! Alright, let's get the intern. Uh, while the intern is um, doing that, we can talk about... So, after 7th Heaven, Jessica Biel had an amazing film career let me tell you she did uh blade trinity stealth stealth elizabeth town the illusionist that's another good movie i now pronounce you chuck and larry which is a movie that would not be made now Uh, (laughs) valentine's day the a-team total recall hitchcock and that's Pretty much all the movies that you would know. Did you say Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I did say Texas Chainsaw. If I didn't, then Texas Chainsaw. Okay, I'm being handed by uh, my intern the notes on... Oh, oh. (laughs) What did the intern do? What did the intern do? So, So, Dragon Ball Z... Is the 816th <laughs> most popular thing on IMDb? <laughs> Seventh Heaven is literally 120 spots better. Than yes. <laughs> well, Ron, I guess good Christian values is greater than weebs. 
Take, Seventh heaven. Take, <laughs> take that anime. <laughs> Christian. Oh, Dragon Ball Z has made more money. <laughs> to be it's a, to be fair, who would win a, win in a fight? <laughs> Goku or God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dragon Ball Z is rated with an 8.7 out of 10. And Seventh Heaven is rated 5.2 out of 10. <laughs> Yeah, Dragon Ball Z ranked lower than Seventh Heaven. Yes, I don't. I don't understand this popularity thing at all. I hope it's not based off of like Google searches and shit like that. Because who the <laughs> fuck is Google searching Seventh Heaven oh, every, other well, than me? <laughs> during the pandemic, people are only watching three things: Tiger King, The Office, and Seventh Heaven. Yeah, I guess people are running out of television shows so much that they'd be like, so. Well, what else is left? I have a theory that they are, um, you know, somebody's watching it like a mom, and then the a kid is coming up and like a teenager, smart mouth, be like, "Why are you watching that? Don't you know that the dad's a kid toucher?" And then they're googling it, Seventh Heaven Dad, because nobody knows his name, and something, or Andy Bernard's dad. Oh, who? And the and the dad on It's Always Sunny. But they, they Google his name, and then they write Dad from Seventh Heaven, and then there's your Seventh Heaven Google. <laughs> oh. Can, can I just say, really quickly, going back to the Jessicas, Jessica Beale is on one of my favorite shows of all time, BoJack Horseman, and she is really great in that show. So, yeah, Jessica Beale, she, she's, she's the, the cat's bananas. <laughs> She's also part owner of the Memphis Grizzlies. She's also married to Justin Timberlake. She Mm. won the 90s. Every girl's heart, every teen girl's heart in the 1990s. And every every person addicted with ramen lost to Jessica Biel. I I don't understand. Oh, his hair. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's my first Jessica. So try and top that, boys. Let's well, see if it's remember, more popular than Seventh Heaven. <laughs> I remember Jessica Beale when she had that, like, magazine shoot where it was, like, controversial. Mm. And then Seventh Heaven's ratings, like, skyrocketed because everybody was watching. And then she became, like, the bad girl on the show. And then they wrote her off and she went to Buffalo. And then she tried to do her movie career. Was her being and... a bad girl just like smoking a cigarette? And the family was like, <gasps> oh my god. Probably. Also, do you guys want to know another fun fact? Happy the dog starred in all the episodes. <laughs> Is he the only cast member to be in every single episode? The mom, the no. dad, Lucy, and Happy. <laughs> Lucy? Lucy. <laughs> so I had the crush on Beverly Mitchell. Is that Lucy? Is that Lucy? I hope that wasn't like the babe, the little daughter. (laughs) No, it was the other dog. Something. No, uh, Beverly Mitchell. I had a crush on when I was a kid. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you kind of like you probably like grew up with her a bit, right? I don't know. She just looks like my type, I guess. Okay. I had a crush on Topanga. Was she in the Crow world? My my first crush was Kimberly the Power Ranger. Mm. And then I don't remember after that, but then I remember Lucy from Seventh Heaven. Um 
But I, you know, she's older than Jessica Biel, and yet she played the younger sister. R- really? Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna intern that. Right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have our intern look that up <laughs> real quick. She was the only movie I know she was in was Saw Two. It looks like she was in The Crow also. I I'm at this the, point the '95 Crow. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going through all of the IMDb pages right now. Wait, who was she in The Crow? Okay, so Jessica Biel currently is 38, and oh my God, she was in 136 episodes of that. Jesus Christ! <gasps> what's her What's her real name? Seven, Beverly Beverly oh my Mitchell. God, Mike, you're right. How do you know so much about Seventh Heaven? Oh my god. Uh, I really liked Seventh Heaven as a kid. So the top <laughs> user review for Seventh Heaven just says, pray for something better. <laughs> what a zing. Alright, I think it's time to move on. We, oh my we've god. spent way too much time on Seventh Heaven. But Jessica Biel... Uh, not enough for Jessica Biel. I guess this further <laughs> proves that Jessica Biel is the greatest Jessica of all time. And I think if I... If she was, the Memphis Grizzlies would have a title. And I... I think I uh, <laughs> further proved that Jessica Biel was a great first pick. <laughs> um, so according to Us Weekly, Beverly Mitchell and Jessica Biel used to butt heads on the Seventh Heaven set. Because apparently Be- Beverly Mitchell was kind of like, um, she was jealous of Jessica Biel, like, being younger and getting more attention and, like, playing her little sister. And, wow, that's, oh, jeez. You hate to see it. Yeah, I hate to see it. Alright. I well, did know that. That's actually kind of mind-blowing right now. How, how did I'm you not, know that offhand, Mike? I told you. I really liked Seven Heaven when I was a kid. And then I, I would just remember like reading about it and was just like, oh, she's actually older. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Bay is older. You know, out of that whole show, I thought Barry Watson was going to be the one to have a stellar career. Who are and these he... names? Is that, is that the son? Is that the son? That's Matt, yeah. Oh, wait, which oh, son? Because yeah. there was older Matt, son? The, the, old, the oldest. The oldest one. Oh, God. Um, he, he was in... Um... Oh, man. There was a movie about, like, the mean teacher, and then they go to the house, and they, like... Teaching Mrs. Tingle? What about... Yes. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. He was in that, and then he was in Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, at his, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Dude, Teaching and Mrs. Then, Tingle won the M- was nominated for two MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> oh, I yeah, saw that was, in He theaters. was in Ocean's what Eleven, too. I forgot about that. He was in Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, so at the beginning part of the movie, Brad Pitt um, has like a celebrity uh, poker club. And he's teaching celebrities how to play poker. And he's one of the celebrities. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Probably drugs. But... Uh, Into the Dark, a TV series. I thought he was going to be the, the smashing star of that show. Turns out nobody was. Happy stole the show, apparently. <laughs> my Jessica, my first Jessica is Jessica Perry. Perry? Perry? Who? Perry. She is a Canadian actress Ooh. and singer, best known for her role as Megan Draper in Mad Men, mm. the wife, the second wife oh, of Don Draper. Okay, yeah, good call. She was also in things. She was also in uh, Stardom, Lost and Delirious. Uh, it was received mixed reviews, but her performance was widely praised. Wicker Park, 
Jack and Bobby. She was in Hot Tub Time Machine and the show Seal Team. It's a hot tub time, hot tub time machine. machine. But her best role, known role, is Megan Draper. And the song in one of the episodes that she sang called Zooby Zoo in one of the episodes was recorded and actually released. Oh. And her performance wow. in that was wild, was very uh, praised very well. That's pretty cool. But yes, that's her role in Megan Draper in my second favorite show of all time, Mad Men. Uh, just letting you guys know... Uh... Mad Men is the 73rd most popular thing on IMDb. So, just beating out 7th Heaven by, <laughs> by 600 <laughs> shots. Trying to ball Z and get the shit. It's, it's the old Bob Euchre saying, just a bit outside. <laughs> uh, are, are we... Is this a new scale? Are we going to do the 7th Heaven scale now? 7th Heaven scale. We have the seventh heaven scale, the can Matt ride a bike scale. We have I, stop <laughs> Ken ride a bike. We haven't proven but it. Every yet. time I see you, you're in a car. Yeah. <laughs> Prove it, Matt. I will. As the kids say, Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> am you I gonna am I gonna have to post a video on Twitter to prove I could ride a fucking bike? <laughs> I can't wait to fall off. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. We gotta do a poll. <laughs> Can Matt Can ride, Matt a, ride bike? a bike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my, so my first Jessica is actually uh, my favorite Jessica of the bunch. Uh, Jessica Walter. Uh, might not know her offhand, but she plays the mom in uh, Arrested Development, Lucille oh. Bluth. She, oh my god like she's the best she is to me it's kind of inarguable that she's the funniest character on that show at least through the first three seasons we don't talk about the other two but <laughs> oh my god she is just so freaking quotable and like now the meme is getting passed around because um jeff bezos at this time is about to become a trillionaire and it's just like, oh, Michael, it's just a banana. What could it cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like she is. She is the funniest goddamn thing. And then she basically plays the same character of Mallory Archer on Archer. Oh, she's the best. Like she, she's. This just is how so we get funny. ants. <laughs> she's been acting, but she's been acting since the sixties. Yeah, and she's she has not- an insane career. Yeah, dude, she's like she won an Emmy in the seventies for a short, uh, for a, a short TV series. Like you know, she's just been around for a long time. She's she can do both serious and comedy. She's just a great underappreciated actress of our time. And seriously, like if you just want just dry, like dry to the bone humor, freaking Lucille Bluth is. It's just it's hard. To get better than better than that, like her mm-hmm. performance in Arrested Development, it's just, it's just great. Like the line, like if that's a veiled criticism about me, I won't hear it and I won't respond to it. Is what I tell my boss every single day. Like it's just, <laughs> 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 it's just she's she's just so perfect in that role. It's I don't, I don't know. It's just but Jessica Walter, she's my top Jessica. She's she's the best. Like the to me, there's like to me, it's almost no competition. It's got to be Jessica Walter. 
So yeah, yeah. that's my first Jessica. <clears throat> Her roles in both Archer and Arrested Development just steal the show for me. I would argue I find Tobias more funnier in Arrested Development, but it's more of like a one A one B type thing. Like yeah. they're they're just so. F- I I need to rewatch Arrested Development. Those, that show is great. Oh my god! <laughs> so how how do you want to tell people how you initially found out about that show? Yes. Uh. <laughs> so I initially found out about Arrested Development because my roommate at the time uh, I was about my what was it? It was my sophomore year of college, and I just got this new roommate. And um, this Isn't roommate Ron, your roommate. Way to ruin the whole story, Mike. Uh, my bad. <sighs> you don't talk for five minutes. <laughs> no, nah. but basically, what would happen um, is Ron would wake up like two hours before I would, and he started watching Arrested Development, and he would be my alarm clock just because he would be cackling, laughing. <laughs> But he would have his headphones in and be watching on his laptop facing away from me. So I would just look over and he's just silently laughing to himself. And at first I'm just like, oh my god, he's gonna murder me. What have I done? But he ended up, he then showed me Arrested Development and then I fell in love with it and, you know, so on and so on and so on. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there's... Yeah, Mike, you haven't seen Arrested Development, right? No, I have not. Yeah, I would say just go on Netflix. It'll take you like a week to watch the first three seasons because it's only like, it's like 30-something, 20-minute episodes. Um, Yeah, you go through it real fast. It's amazing. The first couple episodes you have to be patient with, but as soon as it hits its stride, it does not stop. It, to quote a, one of my like favorite critics, it is the Rube Goldberg of comedy, <laughs> of just. You know. <laughs> yes, it's just great. And yeah. I know you don't like funny things, Mike, but this is a funny thing that you will enjoy. And anybody listening who needs something to watch, watch the first three seasons of Arrested Development. If you want to keep going, you can keep watching the show. But the original first three seasons are, like, it's the stuff that I first watched before Netflix picked it up and made it okay. Say what you want, but um, definitely do the first three seasons. They're very good. So, Matt, what's your other Jessica? Okay. So, my second favorite Jessica is an animated Jessica. I know, I was just making fun of weebs, but here I am. Uh, so, uh, my second favorite Jessica is, in fact, Jessica Rabbit. Ooh. Um, her first oh, appearance God. was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is the famous movie that uh, had both... Uh, motion picture and animation it was the first movie to have mickey and bugs bunny on the same frame at the same time pretty cool fun fact i i told you that no i read that in high school you did not tell me that or you probably did tell me that that, but i already knew it (laughs) yeah in high school you 
didn't say anything to me in high school. You probably called me fat and a ginger and, like, <laughs> walk the other way. Give me your lunch money, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and throw me, no, in a tr- to... throw me in a trash can. <laughs> no, I used to bully Ron. You tried to bully me. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe you in high school. You tried to bully us, but I don't think we cared enough. Anyway. I digress. The pers- uh, So Jessica Rabbit, she was voiced by Kathleen Turner, but she was uncredited in that role uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I tried to, yeah, I tried to, um, I tried to like look into it a little more, aka on Wikipedia, but it didn't really give too much information about it. Uh, with Amy Irving being the singing voice for her. Amy Irving was just uh, just a random actor. She's been nominated for two Golden Globes and an Academy Award. Um, her career wasn't really that well known. Uh, so Jessica Rabbit is uh, Roger Rabbit's wife in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And she she's pretty much mostly remembered because of the way that she her she's animated her busty figure <laughs> her uh her sexy marilyn monroe-esque charm or whatever um uh robert zemeckis pretty much said her character was she tried he tried to make the woman that all men desire that's the inspiration based on her character uh but the reason that makes jessica rabbit so cool is that in her, like, almost sexist way of being drawn, like, she almost became a feminist figure because she knew her sexuality and she used it as, like, a positive thing for her rather than a negative thing. Uh, Going so far to say, as her most famous line of, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way, which is a pretty fucking (laughs) sick line. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's pretty great. My favorite thing about her, going off of a feminist tangent, gonna go right to the dumb male brain thing. My favorite bit with her is when one of like the bad, one of the henchmen like goes to go for a fondle and a bear trap is in her is in her cleavage. Classic. But yeah, Jessica Rabbit, she's pretty fucking cool. And fellow redhead, Shadow G Squad. Uh, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's my second Jessica. Mine is Jessica Henwick. She is an English actress, first uh, person of East Asian uh, descent to play an uh, first person of East Asian descent to play the lead role in a British TV show. It was a children's show called Spirit Warriors. Uh, here in the U.S., she is best known for playing uh, Colleen Wing. In Iron Fist, Defenders, and Luke Cage, the Netflix show. She played Namira Sand in Game of Thrones. She was an X-Wing pilot, Jessica Pava in The Force Awakens, and she was in the movie that came out this year called Underwater. Her work started in professional theater. And fun fact, in The Force Awakens, her character is actually a big fan favorite, and because of that, was included in many books and comics. Oh, yeah. But this, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. But despite being a fan favorite, she did not appear in any of the preceding movies. She will be, though, however, she will be in Godzilla vs. Kong and Matrix 4. Oh, damn. In unspecified roles. Um, I think she was one of the better things about the Iron Fist show. 
And I thoroughly enjoyed her. And she kicked ass without powers. So, Jessica Henwick, you were one of my favorite Jessicas. Yeah, she was she was pretty good in the really horrible, forgettable Iron Fist series. I'll give you that. I'll give that to you. Yeah. Uh, I would like to. The intern just handed me the popularity score for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's in the seven hundred and forties. What is this list? <laughs> it's seven hundred forty ninth. It's can seven you, behind seventh heaven. <laughs> can you ask the intern to look up the Iron Fist show and see if that's above seventh heaven? I'm just being handed to it now. 504th! What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> what is this list? <laughs> Can we just uh, keep this list? <laughs> it's now this... Gee, I, I almost want to call it the Iron Fist li- like <laughs> scale now. The Iron Fist 7th Heaven scale. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I, th- I would rather watch Iron Fist... Then Seventh Heaven. Hot take. That's a bold statement. I don't even think. But I would, I would rather that. watch Dragon Ball Z above most. IMDb things. would like to agree with you there, Mike. <laughs> IMDb <laughs> has <laughs> spoken. But Dragon Ball Z and Speed Racer, I would rather watch above both of those things, and Dragon Ball Z above most things. Speed Racer isn't even on the list. <laughs> isn't even on the popularity scale. Yeah, I mean, who's, who's even ever heard of Speed Racer? I know audiences in 2009 when the movie came out didn't. Ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't know I'd be throwing so much Speed Racer shade in this podcast. I know. <laughs> the two fans that like Speed <laughs> Racer are now crying. So, Ron, let us know your second Jessica. My second Jessica is a Jessica. My uh, my Jessica is Jessica Jones, the Marvel comic character, better well known for her MCU appearance on the Netflix show, which arguably probably is the best Netflix show. To me, it's either that or the first season of Daredevil, but it's probably just going to give a slight edge to Jessica Jones because it like really sticks the landing and there's actually... Really quickly, just a funny story. One one of our best friends accidentally watched the last episode of <laughs> Jessica Jones first, and, and like because Netflix just like pooped out or something like that, and so he was like watching from like he watched episode ten or episode like thirteen and then episode one, and he's like, "Oh man, where is the series going? That's so interesting." <laughs> yeah, he was like after watching, he's like, "Wow, this show is at a breakneck pace for a first episode." <laughs> Jessica Jones, you know, she she runs uh, Alias Private Investigations in the comics. She is just a, a super interesting, well-thought-out character. And she absolutely is definitely one of the most important comic characters, I, I would say, uh, who have come about in this century. And arguably her uh, comic Alias, which I think only had like a... 20 or 30 issue run is also arguably one of the best comic book, you know, superhero comics (laughs) that have been made like since the turn of the century. It's really good. The Netflix show is just excellent. Kristen Ritter on that is just like the chef's kiss. It's just, she just plays it so well. She is such a, a compelling character and of like the Marvel 
characters and sh- and like shows and movies are definitely like somewhat grounded and this one is definitely of all, of all of the shows probably like the one most grounded in realism and like the best story and you know one of the best char- one of the best villains in the MCU uh probably definitely the best like Netflix MCU villain with uh, Kilgrave, although maybe Kingpin has a little bit of a say in that. But anyway, Jessica Jones, you know, great comic character, great TV character. Kind of interested to see what they do with her character, like going forward. Really wish that they had made like her and the other uh, Marvel Netflix characters made like a, just a two second cameo in Endgame, or hopefully now they like come back into the main MCU, but who knows? But yeah, Jessica Jones, that's a, that's my pick. So I, I kind of have two ignorant questions about Jessica Jones. Okay. So number one, Hmm? what is Jessica Jones's powers? And number two, is the show Alias with Jennifer Garner based off of her? So number one, super strength, uh, flight, and she's pretty much like invincible. She's almost like Superman-ish, minus the laser beam eyes. Um, and two, no, that show has nothing to do with it. Damn. And one of the additional superpowers is she can get fucked by Luke Cage and like come out of the other side clean. Oh. I, you're probably gonna have to cut that. But Luke Cage, <laughs> Luke, Luke Cage is like really strong, and she like she can take a dick from Luke Cage. That's impressive. Fuck. <laughs> 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 what you gotta give it? You gotta give it to like Jessica Jones, and especially like Lois Lane. Lois Lane is getting fucked by Superman. Like, that probably takes a lot of courage to, like, take a thrust from that dude. That needs to be its own episode. (laughs) What? It does! Imagine having sex with Barry Allen, how fast that guy can, like, you know, give it to you. Like... Hey, wanna have sex? Wanna do it again? (laughs) That was great for me. (laughs) Like, boom, 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 into the speed force, bitch! Like... Oh god. <laughs> anyway, Matt, your last Jessica. <laughs> so my final Jessica of the day is another fictional Jessica, but she is one of the main characters of my sneaky underrated show. Uh and that's Jessica Day, aka Zoe De Chanel from New Girl. Oh. Yes. So uh, New Girl is basically a premise of everyone's favorite substitute teacher slash vice principal slash principal Jessica Day uh, and her shenanigans with her three roommates, Sh- Nick, Schmitty, and Coach. Um, she becomes roommates with them after uh, she catches her boyfriend cheating on her and she moves into the apartment with the three dudes. Um, a lot of hijinks occur. Um, I think the douchebag jar is one of the funniest creations, and I think every friend group needs a douchebag jar. Uh, douchebag jar is basically every time one of their friends, Schmitty, is being a douche. 
like wearing a stupid hat or like he says something really douchey they just go douchebag jar and he puts money into the jar um and it basically like pays rent or utilities or all that sort of stuff around the apartment um but yeah that show is like really funny really quirky um it's like it's not a chick show like for one i think it's a a show that, like, anyone can enjoy. It's a perfect couple show, I will say, about that. Um, Zoe Deschanel is funny as always. Um, and I will always play True American with anybody whoever's down to play. Basically. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just a good day. <laughs> um, okay, great. Um, Mike, who is your last Jessica? My final Jessica is Jessica Negri. A Jessica Negri is a American-born, New Zealand-raised cosplay model, YouTuber, voice actress, and interviewer. She's been cosplaying since 2009, uh, gaining notoriety with her sexy Pikachu cosplay at San Diego Comic-Con that went viral online. In 2012, she won IGN. She won an IGN contest for uh, for a model to portray Juliet Starling, which was the main protagonist in Lollipop Chainsaw, and was hired by Warner Brothers to be the spokesperson for the brand. At PAX East 2012, she was asked to change not once but twice because her outfit that she wore was too revealing. <laughs> it's a fun fact. Uh, she later went to Japan to promote the game. Uh, in 2013, she was hired to cosplay for Assassin's Creed 2 and then later Assassin's Creed 4. Uh, she's known for making many gender-bending cosplay costumes. Uh, she's an avid gamer. She voices Cinder Fall on Ruby, the Rooster Teeth show. She's also a guest on their podcast. Um, she did later declined to participate in the sci-fi show Heroes of Cosplay. So the show... Heroes of Cosplay manufactured a fake rivalry between Jessica Negri and Yaya Han. The two later said that they were friends in real life, and the show is just a uh, show is not an accurate representation of the cosplay culture, and they just wanted to start drama. Great. Um, eventually, when she retires from cosplay, she plans to pursue a career in something behind the scenes. Uh, she enjoys the aspect of marketing. Her, she's definitely one of the most well-known cosplayers out there uh she's frequents many big cons and usually when there's a new nerd medium out there she definitely uh cosplays as that so i think the most recent ones that were really popular were the demon slayer uh anime and then she did something for the mandalorian as well so jessica negri you are the last of my favorite Jessicas. Nice. Uh, I know Jessica Negri from her, because she did cosplays of both Deathwing and Sindragosa, which are two big dragons in World of Warcraft. Um, she, she makes all her stuff herself. She's extremely talented. Yeah, and like I'm looking at some of her co- like I'm looking mostly at her WoW costumes like right now, and they're just fucking nuts. The level of detail is yeah, it's like awesome. Insane, yeah. She's incredibly talented seamstress and costumer, as well as model and all that sort of stuff. Um, 
But yeah, it's a pretty cool choice. Yeah. Ronald finishes off. Yes, sir. So my, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, my final, uh, what you call it? My final Jessica is a Jessica that we should all know. Uh, it is Jessica Alba. I decided to take the uh, the road very much traveled. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like she's really famous. I am. <laughs> I oh my god. Want to take Christ. that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> She of all our Jessicas, we could probably say Jessica Alba is probably the most famous Jessica. Uh, you know, she's been in so many movies. You know, Sin City, Valentine's Day, obviously the Fantastic Four movies. She initially got her start on Nickelodeon in the Secret World of Alex Mack. What? Apparently, yeah. Wait, she's Alex Mack? No, she no she no, wasn't. She, Alex she's Mack. the she Secret was, World. No, she was the idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta check the myself. Secret World of Alex Mack. Uh, yeah, and apparently she also got a Golden Globe nomination for Dark Angel. And a fun fact, I believe, if I'm doing my math correctly, she made um, Maxim's Sexiest Woman, uh, 100 Sexiest Women in the World list for 15 straight years. Wow. Um, yeah. As number one? Not as number one. Like on the, she was in the top one hundred somewhere for fifteen oh. straight years, and uh, yeah. So, but she is uh, much more than good acting and good looks. She also co-founded the Honest Company, which is now a billion-dollar company that sells like uh, what's called like personal and household products and like some food too. And yeah, so now her net worth is far more than it ever would been would have been if she stopped acting. She is now worth close to uh, or about a half a billion dollars. Wow, good for her! Wow, get yeah. it, girl. So like, yeah, I thought she was a great invisible woman. Yeah, no, she is. Uh, of all of the uh, invisible women, invisible woman actresses, uh, I should probably say. Who have ever been live action? Yeah, she is probably without a doubt the best. Okay, another ignorant question: Are any of the Fantastic Four movies like watchable? Um, yes, the, the first two. the The one in nineteen ninety four that never got released is not great. Um, the The two thousand five one and the Rise of the Silver Surfer, um, they're I mean they're they're watchable. They're not. <laughs> Super. They're movies. And if you could just get past the point that Galactus is a space cloud, yeah. <laughs> the Silver Surfer is pretty good. And um, what's called? The first one is good. And the 2015 Fantastic Four is. I'll say this because I actually live tweeted it when it first came out. The first like 10 to 20 minutes of that movie actually aren't that bad. It's just there are some like weird things with it because like. You know, there's some, like, top scientists in the world at a random science school fair, but that's not the point. But, yeah, I mean, after that, the movie just kind of tanks itself. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, that movie, I watched it, and I was just like, you know, I was I, like, you were right. At first, I'm like, this isn't that bad. And then, at some point, it just was like, what? When they... That happened? When they try to introduce... Um, like everyone at once and they're just like oh 
Where oh, here's the Invisible Woman. I I can't remember the character's ac- actual name. If I'm being quite honest. the Storms when they Sue Storm it, yeah Sue Storm and uh, Johnny Storm. And uh, you know once they get introduced, and it's just like you know they they kind of Michael B. Jordan, best actor ever. Yeah, the the Fantastic Four themselves that cast of like I think it was like Rooney Mara, um, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, and. Who, who plays the thing? Because he, he's famous, too. And it's just like, all four of them are good actors, but it just so happens that they were all in a really crappy movie. <laughs> so, uh, two facts. I'm intern handed me his laptop, which has the Fantastic Four IMDb page. Uh, <clears throat> it, Seventh Heaven almost doubled it up on the popularity scale. Uh, <laughs> wow. Fantastic Four <laughs> is the 1,467th most popular thing. And it's on the rise, by the way. Uh, also, <laughs> it's on the rise of the Civil. Carrie Civil Washington Civil. is in Fantastic Four, the 2005 yes. movie, as well as Marina Menudos, and Maria Menudos' title in the movie, "Sexy Nurse." <laughs> yeah, uh, what's called Carrie Washington plays the thing's blind girlfriend, Alicia Masters, and yeah, Maria Menudos is very good looking in that movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seventh seven scale fa- doesn't fail to disappoint again. <laughs> when will it ever? Let's find out. <laughs> Pretty sure Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> it's Should it's a fair that? and balanced list, Mike. <laughs> seventh heaven doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah. So Jessica Alba, um, arguably not only one of the best looking Jessicas of all time. With, you know, like, Jessica Simpson and uh, Jessica Biel. And there was just a lot of Jessicas in Hollywood at one point. It was really weird. Yeah. But arguably one of the best-looking people in Hollywood of all time. Mm. Her and, um... Oh, God, Matt. Who's the who's the actor that we just watched? Audrey Hepburn. No, other other dude. Cary Grant? Taylor Kitsch? Yeah, her and Cary Grant, two best-looking Hollywood people of all time. What a power couple. (laughs) So, gentlemen, that about wraps it up with another installment of our favorite series. Tell us at PopCultureFed on Twitter who your favorite Jessicas are. And I believe it's my turn to pick the next one. Please pick an easy name. 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 Debrickashaw. I got Debrickashaw Ferguson. (laughs) Oh, damn it, no! (laughs) Come on, Mike. Time's wasting. I, I believe it's my turn to pick, and I am going to pick. I'm looking around my man cave at, at possible names. Uh should I go easy? Yes, please. <laughs> Although, like how easy? We thought that there that some names were easy, and they turned out to be hard. So Careful. I'm gonna go with. Steve. Steve. Oh. All right. Steve or Steven. Steve or Steven. Okay. One of the... Stevie? One of the two. Sure. Okay. Steve, Stevie, Steven. And you're going to pick the person from Schitt's Creek, aren't you? No. I haven't I seen... thought he was going to pick Stevie Nicks. Ooh, wow. There's a lot of Stevies. You guys didn't <laughs> pick the Stevie that I was thinking of. What's Stevie? Oh, Wonder? Yep. Oh, wow. We had a lot of Steve's here. We got Steve Jobs. We could, we could do our own Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've called dibs on Steve Jobs. I love Apple. 
next installment is of the favorite series will be favorite steves sick so let us know your favorite steve and your favorite jessica and your favorite randy bill kimberly bill no we didn't do kimberly favorite kelly sorry uh-huh. kelly at pop culture fed and join us next time bye mom <laughs>